You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From BetQL. Picked up by Plumley. Here comes Rogier. He's got Miles! Ow! Yowza! Humdinly D! That was incredible! All right, we're going to need more of that guy on the show moving forward. Welcome on in. Becky Well, Dilly present as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. I believe the call from the Hornets radio network last night with um, a big play in that game. We got a lot to talk about here on a Thursday NFL Week 10 starts tonight. We're in Week 10. It starts tonight with the NFL with the Ravens and the Dolphins. We'll get to that game, our props, our sides. Uh, how we feel about the matchup between Baltimore and Miami coming up at 20 minutes. Of course, we'll put together a ridiculous same-game parlay that we're going to hit one of these weeks. So that's coming up. Uh, Happy to be back after not being with you guys yesterday. So we're all back together. Week 10 starts. Crazy night in the NBA. We get some college football. We have some guests coming up here. Uh, P. Futak on college football. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider. Good morning, everyone. Joe, Aaron, NBA last night. We can start there. Some reaction after what we saw. Did you guys have a good night? No, and that call just added salt to my wounds. Kelly Oubre scores 37 points. The Hornets break a five-game losing streak. On the same night, I have a three-game parlay where the Wizards just barely win. And, of course, the Warriors win. So all I needed was the Grizzlies. I'm mad. But I will say I do have to take an L on this show because I trashed the Wizards last week. And what That's I saw fine. last night, I do believe they are for real. Kuzma, this is a good fit for him. He hit three, four, sorry, four three-pointers pointer in the final, like, five minutes of the game, two with, like, 26 seconds left. Um, the Wizards were trailing. It was back and forth, but they were trailing most of that second half. I was sweating it out. Then when they won, I thought, oh, yeah, this is the night. It was nice plus money. Would have been one of my biggest wins. And sure enough, the damn Grizzlies lose to the Hornets. <laughs> they got to get they John Morant some help. To lose. John Morant's yeah. playing unbelievable. He doesn't have enough help there to be a great team. So I, uh, it's funny you brought the Wizards up. I was doing a, a hit. I have a hit every Wednesday uh, in Rochester, New York, one of our uh, Odyssey affiliates. So they asked me my favorite NBA play. And obviously, I, didn't, I wasn't on the show yesterday, so I, my brain wasn't there. But that was the game I picked, Aaron. I picked the Wizards-Cavs. And I thought I, th- I thought the Cavs were the right side, plus three and a half. And I was I was kind of half watching last night. And I was like, oh, no, he hit the three. And then I looked at the score, but I was like, no, they're going to cover. So so the cover came in with the Cavs. Cavs have played pretty well, but... The Cavs are really good. The, the other thing I want to point out is it was also like Bradley Beal's worst game. And I mm-hmm. read this morning, he said mentally, because no, he couldn't hit anything. Like nothing was falling. He said his grandma passed away and he mm. just mentally wasn't in the game last night. So that makes sense because I'm like looking at the box score. I'm, I'm checking my ESPN app and I'm like, what is going on? And then I just started watching it um, in the second half. And I was just like, oh, OK, I see what's going on here. But it's all right. Yeah. They won. They, they are a good team. So I have to take an L for trashing them last week. Now, I don't think you do. I really don't. Uh, I was on the Wizards yesterday, ended up being a push. At the time of the show, it was minus three okay. for the Wizards. It was a BetQL play. I think, Aaron, did you like that one as well? I did money line, I, a money line part. Oh, you did money line. Okay, so you yeah. got that one. 
Um, and there was that that layup at the very end, which got the push. You know, we've been there where you're just hoping for a push instead of a loss. That's where I was. But I, you know, uh, a, a one possession win over the Cavaliers. I don't think you have to walk anything back yet. If that's how you feel, like I was impressed over the weekend. The Cavs have been Memphis and Milwaukee. This year. Right, but or it's, have they? It's they have been, but we see this all the time. Okay, that was a good couple of weeks. Let's see yeah. where they are in the middle of the season. Are they going to be true. in the playoff picture? I'm not sure. I mean, yet. someone someone took a screenshot of the Eastern Conference standings with the yeah. Wizards at the top, and I'm like, how long is this going to last? Like no. you said, that was my initial reaction. Like, let's dial it back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, eight and three. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think the Wizards. Our teams and Bulls, are one and two. <laughs> I, they're yeah, they're tied for first. I don't think they're gonna have a seven twenty seven winning percentage all season long. But I will say the Bulls, uh, the schedule has toughened up a little bit. That that's what that's what is intriguing about the two teams. That lately they have had some tough games. The Wizards over the weekend. Bulls had Luca took care of business last night. So as, as I just mentioned, the Bulls are eight and three. Brooklyn, Philly, Miami expected. Uh, Cleveland, are they going to be in the playoff picture without having to deal with the play-in? Probably not. There will be some regression coming coming their way. Milwaukee is going to jump up. Um, Atlanta will get better. Probably Boston. There's just too much talent on the overall roster, even though they've dealt with some turmoil early on. But um, So I pushed on the Wizards one. Uh, the Bulls Mavs under uh, it, it actually lost on a miraculous play by mm. Zach Levine, who was just so frustrated. And the pass I tweeted out the video last night at Joe Ostrowski and the pass was as impressive as a 360 dunk by Levine. I mean, that's what everyone was talking about. And the thousands and thousands of you, those video clips got last night going around Twitter. But the pass by Lonzo Ball, the baseball pass from right uh, under the bucket, down the court to, to Levine. And Levine was pissed because he was not getting any of the calls. And he took it out on that rim with a 360. <laughs> and that's the play where it ended up going over the total. Um, I wasn't too upset, even though it was late in the game, to lose that one because it was fairly obvious early on, even though the pace slowed down a bit as the game progressed. It was fairly obvious that I was going to – I was on the wrong side of that one. It was uh, There was some scoring, uh, but uh, it was fun. I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm in Chicago. I, I feel okay saying this because I, I see national people uh, making the same proclamation. The Bulls are almost like must-watch TV now. And the NBA is great when the Bulls are good, but they are really, really fun. And night to night, you don't know which player is going to step up, and, and that's the player that you're going to be talking about. Last night it was Lonzo Ball. I mean, he couldn't miss from beyond the arc. And this is the same player a couple of years ago that the NBA was laughing at because he couldn't make an outside shot. So two things I, I thought about as we went through this conversation and, and last night's NBA bets on the show. So first of all, the first one is, you know, early season surprises, right? What, what's real? What's not? Who do you keep betting on? Who do you not? Joe, I was looking at the point differential here in the NBA. Yeah. The Bulls, I believe, have a top five point differential. They're outscoring their opponents by seven point over seven points per game. That is, and I, I, I don't know what the, I don't know where we have to get to. Is it 20 games in? Is it 25 games in? Where you start to believe what you're seeing? But if this holds until we get to that range, they're good, right? I don't know if they're going to be number one seed, good, but they're good. They're a good team. Wizards also better than average. They're like plus 4.3, so they might be good too. Just not as good as the Bulls. But the, um, the second thing I thought of as you said that, 
Maybe this is a thing we need to think about NBA betting, full season, win totals over under. You know why I think the Bulls are so good? You just said it. They're deep. I don't know if deep wins you a title, but deep might be the formula for regular season wins, right? One guy needs a rest. One guy's banged up, load management. The teams that have one star, one, you know, one giant star, like when LeBron goes down for a week, the Lakers stink. They stink because they're the sun and the moon revolves around LeBron. The Bulls aren't like that. I don't know if it means they're going to be able to win in the playoffs, but they might be a good bet to get to 50 wins just because every night they have six or seven good players. So I was talking about this a couple weeks ago with our afternoon show on the score, just about how do you bet them? The market's completely out of whack because the, the Chicago teams are always going to be public, especially if it's Bears, Cubs, Bulls, if they're doing well, is, well, how do you, how do you make some money? Well, the title odds... Those are wrong. They're not going to win the championship. The Eastern Conference odds, they don't make a lot of sense. And I'm checking to see it, if I can find it this morning. I don't think they're reposted and they're not available at every spot. But I did see uh, a week ago the Bulls' odds to be the number one seed in the East. And you just said maybe they're not going to have the best record. And you might be right. But that is where you can find more value. And the play actually makes more sense. Like, I don't want to take the Bulls against the Nets when – the net stars are healthy. However, right. what are the Nets going to do with their stars at the end? What are we going to do with Giannis at, at the end of the regular season? They don't care about those wins. Teams like the Bulls do. We see some teams that are maybe the third or fourth best team in the conference end up with the best record. I know a week ago they were 30-1 to one to be the number one seed. That's pretty good value. If you can still find anything close to that, it might change pretty quickly here. But, uh, Aaron, it's true. Sometimes these teams we think one thing about, and then you start watching them, like, you know what? They're better than we think. You kind of have to jump on it when you see it. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of these teams, like the Bulls and the Wizards, made some changes. And I'm just so used to not having high expectations for the Wizards, and especially with some new pieces, a new head coach. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, let's just wait for everything to settle down here. But, you know, they... It, it's looking good so far for them. It is strange. It is, you know, it's still small sample time, but it is yeah. strange to look at the very top and see this. It's, see the Wizards and thing. the Bulls. We did not it's, predict this. It's it's a good thing. All of us are in Eastern Conference cities, and we've just gotten used to, uh, oh, the Western Conference is so much better. And that may still be the case, but the East is much deeper than we've seen in recent seasons. Yeah, it is. So the NBA, we bet on it last night. We'll have some more plays later. We'll talk about tonight's card. All right, let's do this NFL stuff, NFL injury notes as we get ready for week 10 tonight. We'll get to this Ravens-Dolphins game in about 10 minutes or so from now. But significant injury news across the NFL. Quarterbacks and one running back I want to bring up because I think he's, he's more important than your average running back. Uh, we got the new Sam Darnold is done uh, at least four weeks. My goodness, we're getting P.J. Walker on oh, Sunday, yeah. the, the new oh, Mike White Smith. Oh. I'm, I'm hoping for a big game out of my guy PJ. <laughs> wow, first of all, how about that? I heard Robert Sala talking yesterday, and he's like, he basically walked back the idea that Zach Wilson is starting next week if he's healthy. The Jets are creating their own quarterback oh. controversy with Mike White, and it is just like, I'm, I, I just am laughing watching this happen. But it's PJ so Walker Jets. on Sunday. Oh, it's so Jets. Take a kid number two overall, and he's the third best quarterback on their team. So it's um, <laughs> it's the Panthers and the Cardinals on Sunday. It is now 10 and a half. So the number's gone up about a half point with this news of Darnold out, P.J. Walker in. I think this says more about Sam Darnold, Joe, and how bad he's been this year. But what do we think? P.J. Walker against the Cardinals on Sunday. The total's 44 and a half. Can they move the football? And we don't know about Kyler yet. 
though he seems pretty intent on playing. This could be P.J. Walker, Colt McCoy. Could be. Right. And don't you have to back Carolina if you can get this? It might be. Like, he may seem intent on playing, but all I know is that practice yesterday, you had no Kyler, you had no Hopkins again, and they're coming off a big win that nobody expected them to get. And now Edmonds is out, too. They lost him, I believe, on the second offensive play last weekend. And he's been a big part of the offense. I mean, James Conner, like, offensive player of the year odds are just crazy. I just, I can't see that happening. And he has really short odds compared to some of the top quarterbacks in the game, which makes no sense to me. Uh, I do want to get to that a little bit. I don't know what I'm going to do with this game. So there wasn't even a look ahead because there were there were questions about Kyler. It opened at 10, and now we're at 10 and a half. How damning is that? If you told me a couple weeks ago P.J. Walker is going to play, I'd be like, ooh, he's going to be probably the worst quarterback of the week. Depends mm-hmm. if Davis Mills is playing or not. And even if Davis Mills is out there, he's probably number 32 of 32. The market is telling us that there is a half-point difference between Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker. You passed on Justin Fields, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and just to put that in perspective, like P.J. Walker has has uh, had some, has played in a few games in his career. He was the he, MVP, right, uh, for the Roughnecks, 15 touchdowns. No. No. Yeah. By the way, he did have four interceptions no. in those five starts. So yeah, exactly. this could be ugly, but I did. <laughs> I was called bold on the show yesterday by Josh Norris, I believe his name was. And mm-hmm. I put, I'm taking Panthers 10 and a half, putting it in a parlay with the Jets plus 13 and a half. I'm, I'm excited for this. What is happening? Now you're you're out on the Cardinals. Now you're out. We just take turns. I'm on not this out. I just want, yeah. I just am. A sucker for a good underdog parlay. You know what we need to do? Dogs. Here's what we need to do at the end of the season. If the Cardinals get to the Super Bowl or, or get to the title game, can't. We, need to, we need to put a compilation together. Maybe, maybe Jay can, <laughs> can do this. A compilation of all the times we have not believed in the Cardinals on this show and then listen back. Like we're, we're ta- and I don't think you guys are crazy. I'm not saying you're wrong with the, 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 the side of the game, but like we're talking through not backing the Cardinals against B.J. Walker. The Cardinals just beat everybody. <laughs> Well, it's the yeah. number. It's ten right. and a half. No, I know, but yeah, but we did this with the Davis Mills thing, right? We did it with the Texans. They covered yeah. that number. They well, were what if the back doors points? open there in the end, and we don't know if Kyler what? Murray's playing. <laughs> PJ Walker, if if he covers this, he's going to be the guy there in, in Carolina the rest of the year. I mean, Sam Donald's not coming back uh, in if they're close with PJ Walker. He's out four weeks. PJ's going to take this. PJ Walker. Arizona has a really good defense too. So I know. he's he's on the road. The offense stinks. He stinks. Tough matchup. Maybe Kyler's on the other. I don't want any part of this game. Arizona anytime in. touchdown. Now, just now, twenty-seven Cardinals. <laughs> if it's Colt McCoy, and the numbers still up there, okay, I might have. To, I might just have to take Carolina out of principle yeah. because Colt McCoy should not be favored by this much over anybody. No, that feels crazy. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily presented. As always, by FanDuel Sports, week 10 in the NFL starts tonight. We'll talk through the game. Prop sides, a same game parlay. Miami hosting the Baltimore Ravens. That's coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.